It takes a lot to become a successful better and there's always lessons to be learned. In this series, we speak to a range of different people in the betting industry to find out what they have to say. This is Profit From Perspective. Joining me today for the latest instalment of Profit From Perspective is a betting analyst who provides a constant stream of online betting content. Good afternoon to Mark O'Hare. Hi Ben, how's things? Uh, delighted to be here, thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you, and thanks for coming on. Should be a good one. Yeah, sure. It's always great to hear um, different perspectives, different views from the industry, so um, hopefully I can provide something a little bit different. Well, Mark, as you know, I mean, I've got a few questions lined up for you today, but firstly, I just wanted to quickly explain what people can expect from today's show. The idea of Profit From Perspective is to share a wide range of perspectives from right across the betting industry, And obviously, in order to do that, I'm asking the same five questions to every guest that comes on. We'll obviously get a wide variety of answers, and those answers today are coming from you. Does that sound good? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Let's get into it. Question number one, what do you bet on and why? Uh, So I bet on football predominantly. Um, My main focus is the Football League and the four major European divisions. Uh, So if you include the, the Premier League as well, that's eight leagues to to try and keep a quite a close handle on, which is pretty tough at the best of times, um, especially on you know things like bank holiday weekends and, and Christmas time and there's quick turnarounds between matches. Uh, I'm always quite mindful of spreading myself a bit too wide, so uh, I think it's important to, to bet what you know. Um, that's my kind of area of interest, my passion as well. Um, and also it allows me to kind of get a decent handle on not just teams and leagues, but players as well. So things like team news, uh, I can know if players are particularly valuable, for example, it's not just the name. I've got a decent handle on, on who they are and, and what they bring to that team. Um, outside of that, I do kind of keep close eye, just being a football fan, really, on the major leagues across Europe as well. But um, I'm a bit seduced by international football since I was a, a child, really. So I, I track the international game pretty closely, too. Uh, so this summer, I've been covering the African nations and the Copa America. Uh, I had to drop the CONCACAF Gold Cup, just uh, need a bit of a break after a World Cup year. But... Um, yeah, outside of that, I, I like to bet on rugby. I follow rugby very closely. I used to play the sport quite quite well, um, both codes as well. So um, uh, I probably pump more on, on rugby league than rugby union. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, they're my specialist sports, really. I had to drop cricket a while ago just because, uh, again, I, I don't want to be spreading myself too widely. And um, I guess when it comes to betting, I'm, uh, I do my homework. I probably do too much homework, if anything. And, um, you know, it takes time, really. And um, when I'm betting... Seriously, I want to know everything I possibly can about each team, each player, you know, permutations involved in, in certain games, the schedules, that kind of thing. And um, well, I, I guess my brain's just not big enough to, to absorb everything, really. So uh, there's not enough time in the day to do all that. So um, football and rugby, really, um, as I say, it's just uh, it's bet what you know, I've always thought. And then those are the sports that are closest to my heart, my, where my passions are at. And whether I was betting or not, you know, I have a keen interest in So. Uh, yeah, that, that's where it comes from. Okay, question number two. For you, what's the hardest part about betting? Difficult, really, because there's, there's quite a few, but I guess uh, it's not quite directly answering the question. But I think time, time is always an issue for me, uh, time management. Um, as I say, I cover quite a few leagues. Um, quite a lot of study goes into that. Um, I've got uh, various little systems or, or spreadsheets, really, which uh, give me certain data. Obviously, I can't watch every team from every league play every weekend. but um, 
numbers can certainly help guide you in the right direction. Um, but then as well, numbers can also give you a, a false impression too. Um, you know, expected goals is probably the, the, the big uh, the big vogue topic at the moment in, in sports analytics or football analytics. Um, but, you know, game state can affect that. So um, for me, I try my best to watch every highlight show possible. Uh, just note key injuries, absences, uh, systems and formations and quirks like that as well. There's podcasts for um, specialise in each league too. So it's quite a lot of homework that goes in uh, alongside with the spreadsheets and the data as well uh, to give me a decent hand on, on you know, certain teams, certain players, managers, etc. Then there's also the pricing element as well. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not a trader by nature, but uh, a friend in the industry certainly helped me out with a modelling system, which, uh, you know, obviously helps uh, spit out kind of guide prices from, you know, the supremacy figures I have and the total goals figures I have. Um, so, yeah, that, that takes a while, obviously, then comparing it to the high street and finding out where the edges are, if there are any. Uh, are my numbers massively out of line with the with the market as well? I'm trying to understand what's going on there. If it's something in favour to me or something I'm missing. Um, so, yeah, that's a, you know, quite a heavy routine already. Um, I guess uh, directly, obviously, uh, for me still, um, losing bets is, is still probably the hardest part to take in betting. Um, you know, you can put all this effort in. Uh, effort into what you're doing every day and you know in, in football terms at least um, it can be ruined in the first couple of minutes through a, a poor decision by a player or a referee and I think if you look at the Champions League final for example not just Tottenham fans but anyone on the on the Spurs side of things betting wise would have been spitting feathers after the first two minutes of that game just puts a completely different complexion on the game so um, yeah you know losing bets is always hard to take especially you know they happen every day happen quite regularly. Losing is a, is a big thing in the industry. People have to you know, sometimes, you know, paint a picture on social media that it never happens, but it does. It's it's quite a commonplace thing. It's just, um, I guess, with time and experience, you, you learn how to get over it. But I think if uh, still one losing bet to me is, is hurtful um, and probably more painful than maybe winning five winning bets on, this, on a spin, you know. So uh, it's trying to find Trying to find uh, the right mentality, especially when you're having a bad day or a bad week or even a bad month, which you know I had at the last season as well. You know, I had a, probably about six weeks spell, which was, um, you know, nothing went right for me. It was the first time probably in ten years where, you know, it extended that long. It, it took time to, you know, reset and and try and keep uh, keep my feet on the ground and, and go again. But uh, thankfully, you kind of come through those spells. Up next, we've got question number three. What would you do with your time if you weren't betting? Uh, I'm a keen, uh, you know, I love travel, uh, which has always been a, a big thing for me. So I'm always trying to get a, a bit of a break away, um, whether it's just, you know, on the shores or, or elsewhere, you know, still keeping an eye on things, but I'm always keen to get away. But in terms of, you know, professionally, I guess I wouldn't be doing too much dissimilar to what I'm doing at the moment. Um, I'm a journalist by trade, really. I worked in the newspaper industry for a few years, uh, was fortunate enough to cover the team I support, Queen's Park Rangers. Uh, for a few matches, as well as Wickham's run to the, the League Cup semi-finals against Chelsea back in the day. Um, a rugby fan as well, got to cover Wasps, which was great. Um, but uh, So yeah, I've, I've kind of been in the sports journalism or, or the sports writing industry for, for quite a while now, um, I guess, because that's what I do. Um, what I do at the moment isn't too dissimilar. Um, I came into the industry, the betting industry in my early 20s, as part of the content team at Sporting Bet, um, that's where my kind of career really took off in uh, in the sports betting industry. Um, as I say, my background was in sports writing and content as opposed to betting. So nearly everything I know 
today is, is kind of self-taught. Um, there's a whole range of stuff I still need to learn and improve on. But uh, yeah, I guess if I wasn't in betting, I'd still be somehow involved in sports and sports writing at least. And just for the, the benefit of our listeners, you are now kind of fully fledged. Betting is a, a, a full-time endeavour for you, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm completely freelance. I uh, have been for, for five years now. The, the 2014 Football World Cup was uh, the last time I worked um, uh, you know, directly for a firm. So I've been freelance now in terms of uh, content writing uh, and punting as well. Question number four. What one piece of, piece of betting advice would you give your old self? It's quite an open-ended answer, I guess, this one. But um, noise um, is a big one. Um, you know, sort of ignoring the media narratives, for starters. Um, uh, you know, as a kind of sports fan, a football fan, you kind of take in everything you read, everything you see. Um, back in the day, I was, I was probably too concerned about what the, the so-called experts were saying. Um, you know, I think in football terms, at least, um, today's media is so concerned with what happened uh, in the last game or in the last week. Uh, it's so short term. There's no long term thinking. Um, there's no sort of deeper analysis as to what actually happened in that match as well. And uh, I think if you if you sort of read the, the the media after a certain game involving a big team, that team's either been cast as amazing, as brilliant, or completely terrible and, and in crisis. Uh, neither of which are ever true, really. So um, it's such a low-scoring sport that you know luck does play a part. Own goals, penalties, red cards, that kind of thing. Um, football fans don't like to admit it, but luck is is genuinely a thing um, in sport, in football, in betting as well. Um, it doesn't even itself out in terms of uh, what happens across the season and the league table lies all the time so these are kind of little lines were fed um, through the media quite often which are just completely false really and um, the league table always lies there's always teams uh, underperforming overperforming managers are often sacked on on results when in truth performances haven't been that bad at all um, I think for me individually I was I was often governed by by results looking at you know short-term form tables that kind of thing um, uh, and I've just kind of learned to almost make results are almost immaterial to me these days. I'm far more interested in what's happened in the 90 minutes of a football match uh, and wondering or how, finding out how that happened, why it happened, rather than who won um, and who scored the goals. Uh, and then also there's stuff like uh, head-to-head records, I just find worthless. I used to, to value those quite a lot when I was younger. Um, again, the media feed you lines that you know, some, a certain team hasn't won a certain team for 80 years or so. It's just this nonsense, really. Um, it doesn't mean anything. So, um, yeah, as I say, kind of league tables, results, five five game form tables, head to heads, all that sort of stuff. Uh, it's all pretty insignificant if you're if you're looking for a, to get a bit of a, a kind of a leg up in terms of a betting interest for the next game. Um, there's also I just have loads of stupid little rules, really, as well. You know, I wouldn't back a, a team away from home in the football league at odds on, which. Uh, you know, I've kind of scrubbed that out a couple of years ago because it's just nonsense, really. Um, value is value. It doesn't matter what the price it is. So, um, and I guess just trusting my own views and my own opinions, trusting my own eyes, you know. I've, you put the time in, you, you you watch the same stuff as everyone else. So, so value your own opinion. I'd rather lose my bets. Um, you know, I'd rather lose my own money or my own opinion and, and learn from those mistakes rather than trusting someone else to uh, who's seen the same yeah, we've both seen the same stuff so um, I'd rather lose my own money with my own opinion than uh, someone else's Now I did say at the start of the show that we're, we're only going to ask you five questions but I've often found myself asking the guests this same question to follow up question number four and that is how did you kind of 
teach yourself to to stop making those mistakes whether it's like you said the not paying attention to noise or the the media narratives and things like that and the little rules that you had that you know you don't have what was the point where you kind of learned your lesson from those mistakes um quite often it's it's having um like-minded people in the industry um sort of giving you a lending a helping hand you know social media has been absolutely outstanding for me as a as an individual career-wise but also in, in terms of my learning uh likes of pinnacle have been brilliant in some of the uh the pieces that they put together and share you know that kind of stuff it's it's absolutely it's absolutely huge for a guy who's trying to learn a way in the industry and, and understand you know anything from probability to um filtering out the noise and i guess if you just kind of grow as a person and, and you as yourself understand what's important and what's not important and you know i remember being i think you know in my early 20s when i was starting out and you know i think going uh, one I sent a tweet out based on those head to head, head to headlines, and someone just came back to me and basically said, well, Why is what happened you know, 10 years ago got any bearing on what's going to happen tonight in this particular match? And you kind of take a step back, and it's something so simple, so obvious, and um, you never really consider it because they're the kind of lines that you're fed by the media. And it kind of made me from that day on question everything, really. Um, uh, and that even comes to today's, uh, what I do today. You know, I've got. Uh, advanced data you know xg data would be part of that and um you know towards the end of the season you have to wonder how much value what happened in the first five games of the season has uh on that particular team let's say going into the last five games of the season because it's almost nine months ago teams and players have changed managers have changed systems have changed um and so yeah it's, it's almost uh, just learning through experience really and, and also kind of the helping hand of, of like-minded people in the industry who sometimes can spot where you might be going wrong um, and have helped out in that certain situation so yeah, there's a few people who I, I have to thank for, for that kind of uh, intervention but um, yeah I mean quite often it's you make the mistakes and you learn from them with your, with your pocket as well so uh, I've learned that the hard way a few times too. We're now up to the fifth and final question what is your one honest truth about betting? Uh, this is this is really hard. Um, you know, betting is hard, I guess, which is you could you could say you know finding edges in the in the market is very hard. Uh, you're constantly having to adapt and change your change your system, change your approach, review what you're doing, um, learn from your mistakes that we've talked about. Um, for me, it's always about broadening your, your sort of knowledge base as well. But um, I think the overall factor of, for me in the industry is everything has to be reason you know it doesn't have to be fun um but you know you have to enjoy what you're doing and especially betting uh, if i wasn't enjoying what i was doing I, you know i just walk away um because you know i talked about the pain of losing but the joy of winning is, is absolutely fantastic but uh you know you put in all that homework um you read you you uh you watch you listen um you might have quite a few serious decent bets at the weekend um for me it's about producing kind of quality content um you might put you know all your trust and your belief in those plays but uh sometimes you don't get a winner and it hurts but uh you have to enjoy the process for me um but it's not just about the, the sort of serious stuff too and i i mean this kind of uh on a human level because you know i like betting everyone likes betting but we, why do we bet we bet because we want to try and make money but also it's, a, it's an entertainment um release for me as well and i think it is for many people too uh, people shouldn't really be derided for having a, a kind of a little flush on a Monday night. Um, you know, back in the first goal score at 33 to 1, 
um, having a couple of blind punts on the golf or that kind of thing, you know, because betting, there's a thread involved in betting. It's supposed to be exciting. It's supposed to be enjoyable. And uh, I think that's really, really key because, uh, you know, obviously there's a, there's a wider issue here, which the, the industry is attacking quite seriously in the last couple of years about responsible gambling. Um, you know, obviously we'd all echo that, but I think on a much smaller scale, uh, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, uh, you're, you're never going to be on the right track. And uh, there's a lot of negativity. There's a lot of spitefulness on, on social media as well recently. Um, but there's also many brilliant, helpful, interesting accounts who can try and point you in the right direction. But, you know, first and foremost for me, it's all about fun, enjoying yourself and, and doing what you just doing what you enjoy. And, you know, if we can get some winners along the way, absolutely fantastic. Make it make a few quid. That's absolutely brilliant. But uh, the truth is, you know, it's only a very small fraction of people who can make money consistently in this industry uh, year on year. So, um, you know, it's trying to trying to eke out that, that little bit, a little bit of enjoyment where and when you can. Uh, I think for me, that's absolutely key. For, as I say, if, if I wasn't enjoying what I was doing, not just professionally, but also from a, a punting perspective, I'd, I'd just kind of give the game up because um, it can be a, a very negative place to be. No, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more, Mark. Great answer. Well, unfortunately, that's, that's our five questions up. I mean, there's some great insight for our listeners in those answers. We really appreciate you coming on, Mark, and, and taking the time out to share your perspective on the world of betting. So, so thank you very much. Thanks, Ben. Enjoyed it. Good to chat. I hope everyone listening enjoyed today's episode and remember to tune in next time for Profit From Perspective. Yeah.